Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour and a half the Rob Carson Show. Marjorie Taylor Greene joins us at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about a lot of, uh, well, the inflation being 9.1% among other things. The uh, new Green Deal not working out so well in Sri Lanka. President of Sri Lanka uh, fled the country, by the way, fled the country. So uh, this is happening in the Netherlands. This is happening all over the world. You've got countries like Germany that are uh, starting up their coal-fired, coal-fired plants again. You know why? Because the green energy thing is just a giant frigging lie. It's just uh, socialism slash communism broadcast on the world stage to all countries, and it's doing a face plant. It did uh, last century, leaving 100 million people in, uh, in uh, body pits, and uh, they want to do it again right now. Except for this time, the body pits will be filled with people who starve to death. And uh, Joe Biden says that the inflation figures are unacceptably high, but they're out of date because they don't reflect the, the, uh, the 30 days of decreases in gas prices. Well, no, it hadn't been 30 days. And there has been a slight decrease in gas prices. But see, that happens when demand goes down a little bit. And because people can't drive, because people can't afford to drive. Uh, so it's not, in effect, I guess it is you, but you're making people so so poor that they can't afford gas. See, that's the, that's the way it kind of works that way, is how it works. So, you know, we got, we got that. We'll get to you on Marjorie Taylor Greene at the bottom of the hour. And, of course, yesterday, the nutty professor on, uh, on Capitol Hill talking about abortion and talking about uh, uh, transgenderism, in case you uh, missed it. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, just a little bit more of a sample of uh, Josh Hawley talking about uh, whether men can be pregnant. And, of course, this, this uh, uh, academic millennial who's been brought up in this nonsense brought her arrogance with her and ended up looking like a fool to everyone but her brainwashed children and brainwashed students for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Maskey, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you yes, said... Yes, Kiara Bridges, by the way, uh, in uh, from Berkeley. ...several times. You've used a phrase. I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. People with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Wait a minute. That's PCP. People with the capacity for pregnancy is uh, is PCP. Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy as well. No, they're, they're, um, they're born women, and they just had their uh, chest, you know, removed so they can't feed their babies because they're women. Plus non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts <laughs> You silly senator. Don't you know what's happening on college campuses everywhere? Other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so and this is where she gets arrogant. More so. Is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> really, um, really, really? Uh, you know, uh, here, here, you, you were talking about PCP. I got, a, I got a little uh, acronym for you. How about GTFO? How about that? Here is uh, Josh Hawley's response last night. Now, here, here is the modern Democrat Party today, Sean. It is that you have to say yep. that men can get pregnant, yep. and if you don't say please it... Please be down with this. If you are down with this in the Democrat Party, please continue to be down with this, because you're going to get annihilated in November. 
then you are a bigot and you are responsible for violence. I mean, that is the party line. Let's not forget who invited this witness. She was there as a Democrat witness. You didn't see a single Democrat disagree with that. In fact, they're all over social media applauding her and saying, oh, that's exactly right. It's not exactly right. It's exactly crazy. No, it's freaking nonsense. Which is why voters are running screaming away from the Democrat Party. This is craziness. And I tell you, Sean, they are so out of touch with America. It's just, you can't even, you can't even make this stuff up. You can't even make this stuff up. And I really, if, if I were a woman, I'll, I'll step forward and I'll defend the women in my life, including one who passed away last year, my mother. And she would be so ungodly ticked off about this. Because my, my mother was a proud woman, and, and uh, I would venture to say that most women are proud of being women. They like being women. Does it mean you have to fit all of the stereotypes of womanhood? You have to uh, you know, wear a dress all the time? No, no. See, my wife was a tomboy growing up, but she decided to stick with the woman thing, and she rocks it. Woo, boy, I'll tell you what. There, was no, there were no uh, puberty blockers and surgery when she was in her adolescence. No siree bobber. Uh, but she still likes that stuff. She likes to do gardening and stuff, and, uh, and she likes to be outside. She likes to get dirtier than me because I grew up on a farm. I'm kind of done with that. But I, if you take away the title woman from women, what an ungodly assault. My mother and my father loved each other dearly. My father was unabashedly masculine. He was a World War II veteran. My mom was tough as nails, but she was proud to be a woman. And that the left is attempting to essentially erase women. It really is the ultimate we have Title IX affront to women to replace women with men and to make, like, for instance, Rachel Levine, a middle manager in government, nearing retirement, three children, divorced, decides to become a woman. USA Today makes this person woman of the year. ESPN, uh, or not ESPN, but but uh, sports media. Uh, Kendall or, or Caitlyn Jenner decides to Bruce Jenner decides to become Caitlyn Jenner, named Woman of the Year. Put on uh, Sports Illustrated on the cover, wearing a wearing a bustier, and all the women in the world are going, "What the what the what what what?" You know? I like to say the Democrats. The only time the Democrats are down with concealed carry is when uh, men want to compete with women. Then they're all for concealing. You know, concealing. That's how they conceal stuff. <laughs> concealed carry. Here is a Ben Shapiro. He was uh, confronted at a recent college gathering by an insane trans person who presumably, I, you never know anymore, was born a man and now is a woman, according to this person. And uh, here is his spectacular takedown of this nonsense. And the basic idea that male and female do not exist runs counter to all mammalian biology, all of it, not just human. Are we to suggest that gender and, and sex are different in walruses? How does this work exactly? Like, uh, uh, are they different in bears? Anytime you have a, anytime you have, all mammalian reproduction is rooted in the idea that there's a sexual dichotomy between male and female. To obscure that with all sorts of semantic word games about how you feel subjectively has no bearing on whether male and female are categories that exist. And if you're trying to define male and female with reference to any subjective category that cannot be identified by any metric whatsoever other than how you feel today, yes. I challenge whether that is scientific or whether that is merely a self-perception that is being guided by a political agenda. Boy, that is, uh, 
that just about as concise as it could possibly be. You know, you could just sit there and bask in his uh, in his IQ. You might even go up a few points in F, in IQ just if you sat across, you know, like in a car with Ben Shapiro. The guy is uh, is uh, is brilliant, and, and and this is kind of metaphorical for the left in this country right now. Uh, and and the expression that I use, which is candy aisle kids, these are people for which, and it, it may not be millennials. Uh, there may be some Gen Xers who are this way. I doubt it because we were the last analog generation. And, and Gen Zers, uh, they created this non-candy checkout at grocery stores because parents couldn't handle their kids pitching a fit when they asked for candy, and the kids would embarrass them and start screaming things about them, maybe claim they're uh, you know, uh, child abusers or something like that to get the candy or whatever. And uh, they, so they decided to just take it out of the equation, just make a can- an aisle without candy for those spoiled little children. And, uh, and I, so I call him Candy Owl Kid. Now, I've been sitting on this soundbite for, well, since like Friday, because Victor Davis Hanson is, is a brilliant guy. And he talked about uh, the kind of the um, uh, pre-French revolutionary footing that we're on in this country, which I've said we are a tale of two cities. We have the bourgeois. We have the proletariat. We have the bourgeois. Uh, they're very wealthy. They are oligarchs. They are uh, entrenched uh, government bureaucrats, and they're telling us how to live our lives, what to live, what to drive, all that stuff, while they Live high in the hawk. Here is Victor Davis Hansen's analysis. The left is a revolutionary, it's like the French Revolutionary Jacobin movement. They don't trust any customs, they don't honor any laws. Everything is fluid and it's legal only to the extent that it's useful. So yep. the 180 year filibuster that they used to treasure as a minority party in the Senate, it's, they want to get rid of it. If you get your uh, butt kicked, you just uh, change the rules. The 150 person, uh, the 150 year nine person Supreme Court, get rid of it. It's no longer useful. They can't have a Republican justice flip as they did from Warren to David Souter easily anymore. Sucks to be you, don't it? So the, the, like adolescents, they're angry. 50 state union we've had for 60 years. Bring in two more states to get senators. Same as long as they're really left leaning areas that would guarantee senators that would vote Democrat thing with a national voting law to override the constitutional prerogative of each state to set you know balloting that's what they're trying right now they're trying to nationalize the elections under the radar uh republicans are asking for all of the details and they're being very shady about it because they're trying to rig the election in november i'm not kidding i wish i were and then we have the 200 and well, 32-year-old electoral college once the blue wall fell like little kids they got angry and said get rid of it so the, the common denominator is all of this is yes. they look at the law as what's useful for the moment ah. for a progressive agenda. And yes. when that is no longer true, then they try to destroy the institution. And that's what they're doing. Ding. And it, it, it's incumbent on everybody to call them out for what they are. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, if you want to comment on this, 800-922-6680. A little bit more on this, including the Church of England saying there's no official definition of a woman. That's when I'd leave the church, to be quite honest. And then also, Match.com. Have you been on Match.com lately? Oh, it's a brave new world on Match.com. When I tell you of all of the uh, genders you can choose from, uh, you might want to consider swiping right or left somewhere else. I'd swipe right, because if you swipe left, you're going into, you know, insanity. Uh, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's The Rob Carson Show.
And the basic idea that male and female do not exist runs counter to all mammalian biology, all of it, not just human. Are we to suggest that gender and, and sex are different in walruses? How does this work exactly? Like, uh, uh, are they different in bears? Anytime you have a, anytime you have... It was weird. I was in Florida visiting the headquarters of Newsmax a couple months ago, and I was uh, doing a little diving. Saw a manatee, a male manatee wearing women's underwear. All mammalian reproduction is rooted in the idea that there's a sexual dichotomy between male and female. To obscure that with all sorts of semantic word games about how you feel subjectively has no bearing on whether male and female are categories that exist. Now, yesterday, uh, Senator Josh Hawley was uh, speaking to Kiara Bridges about uh, gender, and uh, uh, Josh Hawley said that, you know, men are men and women are women, and, and uh, he questioned whether men could be pregnant. Of course, she said, uh, of course they can. And then when she got nowhere in her argument, she held her breath until she passed out. That was her next step as a, uh, as a woke professor. Uh, she didn't get her way, so just like my brother Richard used to do, would just hold his breath until he passed out, until my mother went over and revived him and said, okay, here, here, it's a Tootsie Roll, wake up. Uh, so that was, uh, that's what happened. Let's go to uh, Katarina in New Mexico, uh, who is listening on Albuquerque's KDAZ 96.9 FM and 700 AM, one of our affiliates. Hello, Katarina. How are you? Good morning, Rob. You know, your show has got some of the best bumper music ever. I love <laughs> Collective Soul. I, I choose all that myself. Thank you. Good choices. Thank you. Um, you know, we, we've got so much to talk about, so much craziness <laughs> going on. I know. But what I keep coming back to, we can't let ourselves get distracted by the things that they keep putting out with these three rings. Yes. The main thing before we lose our country is we have to nullify the November 2020 election. There is so much corruption that still has been unaddressed. The machines are still working. And they're fixing to indict Donald Trump, Mike Flynn, whoever else they can with his stupid January 6th committee. I'm going to tell you something, and I'll just I'll just be honest about this. If, in fact, they do attempt to arrest Donald Trump and take him to a facility like in Washington, D.C., with the January 6th protesters, it's going to make uh, it's going to make Sri Lanka look like a cakewalk. Uh, it is uh, utterly ridiculous. The president was cleared of any wrongdoing or any inciting with the second stupid waste of money, which was the impeachment after he left office. And we all know, we all get this. This is about preventing Donald Trump from running again. And uh, you know, if they're going to if they're going to pursue this nonsense with this kangaroo court, uh, there is going to be hell to pay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, we have to figure out what we're going to do. We have to be organized. We can because we just we're sitting here watching it, shaking our heads, saying, "Oh my God, I can't believe this!" But it's still going forward. They're still getting their way. I know, and and the thing is, Katarina, what they're going to try and do is they're going to destroy the country as much as they can before November. That's that's the goal. Joe Biden is is literally trying to uh, to federalize the elections and tie state benefits to uh, and, and federal benefits to uh, voting. Uh, it's a very uh, crooked way of doing things, but they are pursuing that. They see the writing on the wall, and they're going to try. And you want to talk about? I, I I told you about Joe. Uh, if, if Donald Trump arrested, they try this. You know, Katarina, right now what we have going into this election is we, we have a wave coming that's going to blow them out of office. But they're going to try a lot of things in the meantime. And, and you're right. We have to be ready for that if they do, because we're not going down this road again. We're not going to live another two years. 
like this before Donald Trump is the president again. Uh, your thoughts? Historically, they catch us flat-footed, and yeah. we don't want to. We don't want to do the inevitable ugly. Yeah. Um, well. I, I think we're done. We're getting uh, victories in our Supreme Court, and I think, uh, by and large, when you look at the country, 88% of the people are 85, depending on it. doesn't really matter. If you've got that percentage of the population saying the country is going in the wrong direction, that says to me that of the remaining 12 to 15%, uh, at least 8 Five or eight percent of those are going to be completely clueless, have no opinion, and the other five percent or so is what's driving the nonsense. And all we have to do to say to them is uh, not only no, but bleep no, we're not going there, Katarina. Yeah. So we won't be led this way. But I do appreciate you uh, joining me today. Have a glorious day, okay? You too. Take care. You bet. Okay. You bet. Uh, Missouri's Columbia Public Schools. I used to live in Columbia, Missouri. First gig out of college. Great town. Great town. Great food. Uh, bat guano crazy left running the town like most college towns. Um, they have accepted a $10,000 grant for the creation of what has been described as gender-affirming closet to offer articles of clothing to high school students to assist them with um, uh, affirming their chosen gender. So uh, one of the schools there, Rockbridge High School, I'm, I'm quite familiar with the two big high schools in Columbia, they are going to uh, uh, feature items of clothing to help teenagers find clothing to affirm their chosen gender. Uh, the bulk of the grant, $8,000, will be used to purchase clothing. It remains unclear if the closet will contain items such as chest binders for young women or tucking underwear for young men. If I were a parent in uh, otherwise conservative Boone County, Missouri, I'd be going to the Rockbridge uh, High School uh, uh, school board meeting the next time and saying, uh, no, uh, no, not going to happen. Now, I was speaking to a good buddy of mine yesterday, and his name's Glenn, and he's a wonderful person, and he's a 50-something-year-old dude, uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's entering the dating world. He's kind of curious, you know, wants to meet somebody, you know, and it's harder. It's harder when you are no longer 20-something. Um, but anyway, uh, I, you know, I asked him what he was doing, and I don't know if he's doing any online service, but Match.com, did you realize this? Match.com is offering uh, dozens of genders to choose from, and the online site says which best describes you. Uh, it's, uh, it, it contains well-known alternative oxygens such as agender, used to describe someone who does not uh, uh, have a gender. Uh, uh, I'd kind of stay away from that person. Uh, transgender, who cares? Trans woman, uh, whatever. Trans men, if that's, what, if that's your bag, baby, I don't care. Non-binary, intersex, which I believe is having sex over state lines. I, I could be wrong. Also includes uh, known options uh, like neutroi or neutroi. Uh, which uh, Fort Lewis College defines as non-binary gender identity, which is considered to be neutral or null gender and has considerable overlap with uh, agender, demi-man, and demi-woman are both on the list, usually to describe someone who partially identifies as either man or woman, polygender, someone who describes as multiple genders. Here's an idea. Just put one category for those looking to date someone who's completely bat guano insane. How about that? That's a good idea. Rather than kind of go through the, oh, you know, multi-gender, non-binary, binary, gender identity, uh, you know, all of that. Bi-gender, gender fluid, gender variant, gender queer, transgender. Just, how about just insane? I think insane might make it a little easier. Swipe uh, right, left, forward, backward, whatever. That's what you're going to get. MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right after this break. Don't go anywhere.
It is the Rob Carson Show. And joining us on the Newsmax hotline that we always look forward to her appearing on the show, Marjorie Taylor Greene, MTG. How are you today? I'm doing great, Rob. Thank you so much for having me on. I take it you're in the Capitol this morning because I hear some uh, noise in the background? Yes, I'm right. actually walking uh, back from a meeting towards my office. <laughs> All right, let me talk to you about the uh, office. I haven't talked to you since, uh, well, for a few months, uh, with regard to the vandalism that has occurred outside of your office by Democrat staffers. You delivered an impassioned speech on the floor, which uh, was met with crickets a few weeks ago. Uh, as a, not only a, an American, but also as a woman, uh, how does that make you feel knowing that someone is is literally defacing something in front of your office which i would perceive as a threat uh wh- where are things right now with regard to that well nothing has changed and you're right it is a threat and it's a threat to my safety and it's, it's a threat to the security of the capitol complex and our office buildings you know while the january 6th committee is going on and oh. they're they're basically persecuting people and creating their own conspiracy theories and lies about President Trump and Republicans and his staff and anyone that was in or near the Capitol that day. They they are sitting here at the same time ignoring the very fact that one of their own Democrat members of Congress, his chief of staff, has for months been vandalizing a <laughs> sign outside my office because he's offended by it. He's wow. been committing a crime because he's offended that it says there's only two genders, yeah. male and female. And then he got caught on camera and arrested by the Capitol Police, and yet they do nothing. So it's a two-tier justice system. And I'm appalled being a woman because we see, we see the Democrats, you know, crying victim all the time, as you know, the women do. But yet how I get treated here is unbelievable, and they could care less. It's unacceptable. So, I, I think it's unacceptable. Now, I know, I don't know you personally, but I, what I can gather from you by your attitude, uh, among other things, is you are a strong woman. You are proud of being a woman. You were born a woman. You're still a woman. I think all of this uh, transgender nonsense, like what happened yesterday on Capitol Hill with Kiara Bridges from Berkeley being questioned by, by Josh Hawley and bringing the, uh, the uh, faculty lounge to Capitol Hill and looking like an idiot, uh, I would assume that... that, that you know, you as a woman are proud to be a woman, and this nonsense is an affront to all women, don't you suppose? Oh, absolutely, 100%. It's insulting. And, you know, the, the very idea that women's rights don't matter anymore is, and, and which is what they say in, is in our stance for pro-life, is we support women, we support their pregnancies, we support them being mothers, and, and even if it's a circumstance that they didn't plan, we support women. We also support women's rights, our right to privacy, our right to, to have privacy in our bathrooms, our right to compete in our own women's sports without being threatened by biological men. And so, yes, all of this is a slap in our face, and I'm standing I'm standing up for it. You should. Yes, we should. We have to not only for ourselves, but also for our daughters. Yes. And I have two daughters, and I care about that, and I care about any other woman and young women in this country. My daughter is 17 years old, and uh, she is a girl. She likes being a girl. She has a boyfriend. He is a Christian. They don't drink. They don't smoke. She doesn't curse. I'm signing the cross right now, by the way, in case you can't see me. I'm signing the cross for that. <laughs> but she is. She's proud of being a, a woman. She embraces her femininity, and there's nothing wrong with that nonsense. And you know what else? It's okay to be tomboyish, too. My, my, wife, my wife was a tomboy when she was growing up, yeah. but she didn't go on yeah. you know, hormones 
hormone replacement or whatever the hell uh, to block her puberty. It's absurd on the face of it. And we're butchering children for this uh, for this uh, unbelievably stupid ideology that kids will wake up after the 18th birthday or in their 20s and realize that they are horribly mutilated people. That's right. What they're trying to call gender affirming care is actually genital mutilation and poison in their body with medications and puberty blockers that are that are going to harm them for their entire lives and, I... and change them as who they are, sterilize them so they cannot become parents and, and, and physically injure them to where they'll have all kinds of physical ailments for the rest of their life. This is the most horrific thing. And, and yeah. what child doesn't have an identity crisis at one time or another when they're growing up? I mean, I... every child note thinks they want to be one thing when they grow up, but then they, then they certainly learn they don't. They want to become something else, yeah. whether it's their gender or job or whatever. I, you know, I hope that one day we wake up and we realize <clears throat> not only that we're dealing with children who would go through this and have this sort of uh, mental issues that they consider something like this, but we have doctors in this country who literally are willing to hack off completely healthy tissue because a child decides they want to be the opposite gender. We also have doctors in this country that will abort a baby right before birth. I would hope that after this election, we might consider looking at both of these as, uh, as the medical profession. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I certainly, you know, I'm, I'm pro-life. I, I believe in that life starts at conception, and I'm thrilled that the states have the rights to make their own laws now, but I think the pro-life movement has a lot more work to do. I, I'm completely against the slaughter of the innocent unborn in the womb, but I'll go a step further on the gender issues and what they're doing to children. That should be illegal. Yes. And I, I say it over and over again. You bet. You know, genital mutilation and giving them uh, medications poisoning their bodies as they're growing up should be illegal. Any doctor doing that should lose their medical license and every single one of these pediatric gender clinics should be shut down. 100%. There's a mental illness that causes a very few people, but they'll suddenly decide that their arm is not a part of their body. Uh, literally, this is actually happening. They will decide that the arm is the, their enemy, and they will do anything to get the arm removed, including putting it in cold water or freezing conditions until a doctor has to remove it. That kind of reminds me of what's happening with regard to young men who suddenly decide prepubescently that they want their penises cut off. It is, uh, it is unbelievable. Let's talk about inflation. This morning, we got the good news. Uh, it looks like Welcome Back Carter all over again. We're at 9.1% inflation, which I believe is much higher what are your constituents saying about what they're going through uh, as everyday Americans in grocery stores and as people in Georgia? A lot of people are uh, farmers. They raise the food that we grow and the cotton that clothes us. Well, I have to tell you, my constituents are absolutely disgusted at the inflation. 9.1% is appalling. They are even more disgusted with the gas prices and the price of diesel fuel because we have a lot of farmers, yep. construction workers, truck drivers. We have many people that depend on the price of diesel fuel to be able to earn a living. And here's how they feel. They're, they also are disgusted with our border being completely overrun and an administration that doesn't care at all about our national security. So people in my district, they're sick of it. Not only are they they're sick of our federal government not caring about the things 
that are hurting their every single daily life. Um, just simple things, the, the ability to afford groceries and afford clothes and shoes for their kids. Yep. But they're also disgusted with a completely disconnected Washington and Department of Defense that cares more about going to war with in a proxy war with nuclear Russia, yep. caring about Ukraine's borders when they're completely ignoring our own borders and our national security crisis that has been created with this wide open border that Joe Biden had fully invited the world to come and invade our country. And so people at home, this is what I hear from them all the time. They keep telling me, keep fighting, Marjorie, keep fighting, because they feel that, that Washington is not only not only disconnected, but Washington is ruining their lives. This yeah. is how they feel. But it's not just my district, Rob. It's, yeah, it's all over the country. Yeah. It's not just Republican voters. It's Democrats, too. People are fed up. Yeah, and I, I hope you and I, I know that you hear from people around the country because what I hear from them, and they say to me that their biggest concern about this midterm is that Republicans will sweep both houses of Congress and then the establishment Republicans will do D for Richard to reverse the course of the country against Biden policy, and they won't do anything uh, to hold those accountable. Those people who uh, did this kangaroo court, the January 6th committee, those people who investigated conservatives, went after conservatives, uh, the FBI going after conservatives. That's a big thing. What can you say to those people that might reassure them that you're going to finally, the Republican Party is finally going to do something thing once they regain power to turn this crap around well rob i that is that is my concern as well and i can't promise anything i would love to be able to but i just can't promise it unless i i see it happening uh what i do is i constantly urge my colleagues i constantly urge those in leadership and i tell them that that our voters are going to give us another chance and that what we have what we do with this opportunity when we do regain power <laughs> is going to determine if they give us another chance in 2024 and we get full power back and so what we do uh, once we take over the house and we're in, in full control whether we can go after dr fauci investigate yes. and hold people accountable i mean like put people in jail for yes. what they did with COVID 19 that matters what we do with the Biden crime family investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and his brother Jim and anyone else in that family, friends or, or any anyone related to what they have done with corruption involving abuse of power of Joe Biden's political positions through over the years and now as president of the United States, especially in China and even in Ukraine and other countries. And the accountability brought there, that matters. Yeah. People want Joe Biden impeached, and, yes. and we need a Republican Congress that is able to grow the courage to make it happen, and that's one I haven't seen yet, but I hope to see. Um, another thing that we have got to do is we have to hold this Department of Justice accountable yes. that is, is, is persecuting American citizens that are charged with crimes far more that they have ever hurt uh, terrorists that, that killed American soldiers and, and attacked our national security. They're, they're, they're interested in releasing those terrorists at Guantanamo Bay, and that's in the NDAA. <laughs> it releases them and sends them to other countries, while at the same time the, the Department of Justice is holding people uh, and they're rotting away in jail. And it's, it is horrific. Yeah, it's unforgivable. Yeah. So we need a Republican leadership and and 
and majority that will do something about those things yeah. as well as defund Biden's radical agenda. It's not just Biden. It's all of the Democrats. We yeah. can't let him be the scapegoat. Yeah. But when we do that, we will prove to our voters and to America that we that we're doing what we say we're going to do and that we are worth their vote yeah. that we've earned it in 2024 and well, that's what i want to see happen well it better happen <laughs> you know i'm just gonna say it that better. mitch mcconnell you better be listening my friend you're looking at sri lanka you know i'm not saying that's going to happen here but that attitude is here we're tired of it we're just, just sick of the nonsense one more thing uh, how insufferable have democrats been lately in uh, in the capital with all of the defeats they've suffered with the supreme court from uh, roe v wade that had to be a doozy dear god in heaven you got uh, fossil fuels um uh there was a victory there there was a victory for school choice. Uh, there's a victory for uh, voter integrity. All these, uh, the Second Amendment and concealed carry. How, how's the attitude right now among Democrats on Capitol Hill? Well, they seem to have learned nothing. As a matter of fact, uh. they have doubled down since they lost because this week we're having to vote on these, I mean, completely disgusting and evil abortion bills where they want to uh, federalize abortion, codifying Roe versus Wade, uh, taking away the rights from the states. They want to completely take away the states' rights to make their own laws regarding life and abortion. And they want to make abortion legal up until the day of birth and make Sorry. it available for every woman that wants it across the country. And they are so angry about it. They're demanding it. They're fighting for it. And we have to vote on that this week. And I have to tell you, Rob, our only hope of stopping it, and I do believe they'll stop it, is in the Senate. Every single Republican has to show up and vote against it. We cannot allow it to get to 60 votes. And I, and I believe that the Senate will stop it. If, if they don't stop it, then, then we're, we're communist we're, China. Then we're Nazi then, Germany. I mean, this is yes. ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Is. No, no, honestly, China's bad enough. Girl, baby born, leave her on the side of the road to starve to death. That's essentially what's happening here, but maybe even as cruel, certainly, what they are considering. The Democrat Party, I would venture to say, has never been a party for good throughout history. They never have. You look at slavery, Jim Crow, uh, the Great Society, I could go on and on and on. And I got to tell you, Marjorie Taylor Greene, unless they... Uh, are introspective after this election, uh, then they need to figuratively be blown up and reinvented because at this point, if 88% of the American people say the country's going the wrong direction, that would mean that the Democrat Party is completely off the rails. Your final thoughts. Oh, I completely, I completely agree with you. No, and they are off the rails. And right now, Joe Biden, we know what he is. We know he has dementia. We know he is failing yes. in, in his elderly years. And it's painful to watch and it's embarrassing for our country. But here's the main thing. Americans have to have to be wise and they have to be smart. The Democrat Party and the media soon, it's going to happen soon. They're going to make Joe Biden the scapegoat for yes, all of, of their course. failures. Yeah, they already that are. is what they're going to do. But when that starts to happen... We cannot allow it. It is the policies yes. that he has put in place, the executive orders he has signed. That is the Democrat Party. It's not the progressives. It's all of them. All right, it's not so now Joe Biden. It's all of them. we got to run. We're out of time. Uh, I know that you, it's difficult, it's expensive to fight all the fights that you're fighting. Where can I send my listeners so they can fight the fight with somebody that we can depend on? We can depend on you. We trust you. We know you won't betray us like so many in the Republican Party. What can we do to help you out? Oh, God bless you. MTGforamerica.com. MTGforamerica.com. I only accept uh, support from 
from regular people, small right. dollar donors. That's right. that's who keeps me going, and I'm always appreciative. All so right, and and so and, and before we go, go in case you didn't know, who's down with MTG? Yeah, you know me. All right, <laughs> I love it. Godspeed, Godspeed, and okay, God bless. Have a glorious Rob. day. All right, let's take a okay. break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. Thank you to MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene for joining us on the show. If you missed the entire interview or any part of the show, the podcast is now called the Rob Carson Show Podcast. And it's the entire show. And I'm getting a lot of feedback from people about, hey, it wasn't long enough with, uh, you know, uh, 30 minutes or 40 minutes. We're so glad to have it to be, uh, uh, you know, longer than that, an entire radio program. So uh, the Rob Carson Show, go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts if you would like to know which platforms and where it's available. Uh, because of all the uh, transgender nonsense on Capitol Hill, this is our official transgender song, by the way. Uh, it's wildly popular. One of the biggest hits we've had about a transgender swimmer competing with women. This is Jim Gossett with the new version of I Am Woman on the Rob Carson Show. Here he is. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender band. Sound like a guy. Though my voice is deep and I've got facial hair. What, what about down They banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Against women I compete. People want to hurl when I win another meet. Swimming medals, I will steal all of them. I have a beard, beard. I've got testicles. 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 I am woman. Can you just cover that up when you're in the locker room just for the other women here? Data says that I can't swim. They claim that I am a him. Is that a rudder? But I'll be back. Just you wait and see. Oh, yes, I'm a she. I even wear a dress. No whips, no mystery. The whole package I possess. Yes, must they ban me? Ban me from everything. I have a brawn. Brawn. I have a prostate gland. Prostate gland. <laughs> Jim Gossett. Uh, JimGossett.com, or no, JimGossettComedy.com. It's two S's and two T's if you'd like to hear uh, more of his stuff. Um, we're going to move on to uh, California and uh, Woke America paying the price for their wokeism. This is The Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. 
Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com slash Newsmax. That's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Says the latest attack of the January 6th uh, kangaroo court, Ashley Babbitt is trending on Twitter. And I very rarely look at trending on Twitter because generally it's just a cesspool of leftists. Um, What they're trying to do is blame Ashley Babbitt's death on Donald Trump, which is as sickening as you could possibly imagine. Of all of the affronts to our dignity uh, that we face with this ridiculous uh, kangaroo court and this laughably joke, this, 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 this descent into insanity by the left and the Biden administration. Of all the things, of all the indignities that we have to suffer, now they're going to say that a police officer who murdered a woman in cold blood on film, an unarmed woman on film, and was never questioned by Capitol Police before he was exonerated. And they're going to blame that on Donald Trump. You're poking a pit bull. And you're going to get bit. Unbelievable. We will only suffer so many indignities if we've had enough. 88% of America, or 85 depending on what you, which poll you look at, say the country is going in the wrong direction. A small percentage is creating idiotic, awful evil narratives like that and they're going to get beaten severely in november unbelievable couple more notes on this uh, gender madness that you know men can have babies remember arnold schwarzenegger did that movie i've never seen it i never seen junior i think it was called junior wasn't it Never saw that. Never saw the movie because it just looked too stupid. He literally was a man who could get pregnant. I don't know what the thing was. He wasn't transgender or anything. But uh, now they're saying that uh, women who are, you know, decide to get. Okay, this is the thing that's really funny. I mean, this if this doesn't show what's going on, you know, you're born as a woman. You are so desperate to become a man that you have your breasts removed. You go through hormone treatment. Then you decide you want to have a baby. And so you say you're a man having a baby. Um, The fact that you have a uterus, the fact that you have the chromosomes that make a woman are never going to change. And um, that you are saying you're a man would, to me, say, you know, maybe you should talk to somebody. I'm just saying. Maybe just talk to somebody. I love people. Uh, If there were a transgender individual in my home, welcome. Let's have dinner. Fine. Fine. I, I don't care. I've got gay friends. I've got straight friends. got all sorts of friends. But my daughter is a woman. She was born a woman. She will always be a woman. My wife is a woman. She was born a woman. She will always be a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Stop saying that you're a woman when you're not. Particularly if you decide to use that, dust off that old uterus after you become a man and put a baby in it. 
It's kind of weird. But anyway, the uh, World Health Organization says that sex is not limited to male or female. This is another reason why the WHO is a, uh, a joke, is a joke. They, they joked their way through and screwed up uh, COVID. Now they're going to the, uh, the new H- WHO guidance. It's going to go beyond uh, the binary approach. Health experts have slammed the move, marking it as unscientific and worrying comes amid concern, concerning rise in the woke of, uh, the, the, of woke gender-neutral language in the NHS. And at this point, honestly, uh, they're over. Uh, the Republican Party, or the Democrat Party, I should say, the, uh, the Biden administration wants to turn over our, um, essentially, our sovereignty as, uh, with regard to health care to the WHO. Uh, this is another uh, reason why not. Also, the Church of England says there's no official definition of a woman. To every woman who goes to church of the Church of England, this is a reason why I'd say, you know, I think we're out of here. I think we're going. Bye. Said this week, the church has no official de- definition of a woman amidst an evolving understanding of gender in the contemporary world. See, this isn't going to clear up. This isn't going to be like, oh, you know, you we were wrong about whatever, and now we're going to evolve. Because you can't evolve into this. You devolve. If you believe that a woman is not a woman and a man is not a man and that women can be pre- or men can be pregnant, then you're devolving the conversation. You're not evolving the conversation. And we aren't into the whole uh, devolvement thing. All right, particularly when it comes to defending womanhood. And I might also say defending being a man. I am a man. Proud to be a man. Uh, you know, I, I, I do some things, uh, you know, that, uh, like I do all the cooking in our house. Uh, I do all the shopping in our house. Uh, it stops with, uh, I still wear men, men, men's underwear, and I still, uh, you know, uh, dress in men's clothes. Um, and I and I embrace my masculinity. I like it. It's not toxic in any way, shape, or form. If you think it is, then you're an idiot. I'm here to be a provider. I'm here to be uh, an, an equal in my marriage with my wife. We are equals. And, and sometimes she actually, you know, uh, pretty much she guides everything. <laughs> I'm a father to my children. And you cannot just suddenly say you're a man and because you have facial hair and your breasts have been removed and your nipples are still there, that you're a man. Uh, now, now, if I see you as a transgender person, you're wearing a beard and I can tell, yeah, you're probably born in the other sex. I don't care. I'm not going to confront you on it. I'm not going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not. I'm not going to tease you. I'm not going to. It's your decision. You do it. But don't try to act like I. the whole world needs to accept that is because it's, it, if this happens, I mean, you're talking about the end of society. You know? You do you. I'll do me. But don't try to make it policy. I like that. Hold on. You do you and I'll do me. Let's not make it policy. All right. Uh, just call me uh, MC Carson. Yeah, uh, I just exposed my whiteness bigger than life there, didn't I? Yeah, let's see. Oh, 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 oh. So, um, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, the city of New York, they put out this new PSA, the uh, New York City Office of Emergency Management decided to create a video um, in case there's a nuclear holocaust. And they just kind of let it happen like, okay, what? I, of course we're going to run a nuclear holocaust PSA because we've got to be prepared. Of course, we haven't done that since, I don't know, 1958 or something, you know, with the duck and cover and the whole deal. But I, I just think it's important to, you know, talk about... Uh, you know, a nuclear holocaust. I mean, I'm not saying it could actually happen, but I mean, take into account that Russia has uh, 
unleashed a new missile called the Satan II hypersonic nuclear missile. And they're deploying it. Yeah. The Satan II. Now, if you're a country that creates a hypersonic 208-ton, 15,888-mile-per-hour missile that presumably could uh, hit any target in America in a blink of an eye, and you call it Satan II, um, there's a good chance that maybe uh, you're evil. Uh, who, who, who names a missile after Satan? Who decides to bed down with the Prince of Darkness? You know? Russia is warning new tests of its deadly hypersonic Satan II missile are imminent and on the brink of going into serial production. Vladimir Putin's space chief, Dmitry Rogozin, has been uh, seen inspecting the giant weapon as it was. And so did uh, that, that, uh, that swimmer for uh, Pencil, Penn State. Anyway, um, anyway, inspecting the giant weapon, and it was taken into a forest by rail. The world's most powerful global-range nuclear tip missile is being prepared for new tests and serial production. Other than that, nothing to uh, nothing to worry about. Here's a little bit of the uh, uh, here is the nuclear preparedness uh, PSA, which sounds like if you're from the Midwest, a tornado drill. Except for the tornado drill vaporizes you, or the tornado. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay, so. What do we do? There's I know we're just used to doing the PSAs for getting the COVID shot, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just slide this nuclear holocaust PSA in here. Three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family. Step two, bend over and carefully kiss your butt goodbye. Get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. No, not a good idea. Because you ever see Independence Day when they blew up the Empire State Building? Those cars would be flipping all over the place. That wasn't even nuclear. Here's uh, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, responding to, uh, you know, the questions of why did you just suddenly put a nuclear holocaust PSA on, on all the networks and everything in New York City when there hasn't been one on the air since, I don't know, about 60 years. Very proactive step to say, let's be prepared. And it doesn't mean just a nuclear attack it's any natural disaster pack a bag uh, know where your medicines are, are located these are just smart things to do and take you know, off all your clothes and throw them away and bury them for 9,000 years just like all the other ones uh, many of us we think about COVID and, and other things that have been on the forefront but we're still one of the top terrorist threats yeah uh-huh let's go to uh, Michelle in lovely Westminster Maryland hello Michelle welcome to the Rob Carson show what's on your mind well, first of all, what happened to Satan 1? If it's Satan 2, yeah. isn't there a Satan 1? Uh, yes. <laughs> We're still looking for it. Dear God, please find it. <laughs> okay. The main reason I called. I promise I'm not going to sing I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar again, but yeah. quite honestly, ladies, the only one that can take away the fact that you're a woman is you. Yes. And kowtowing to this crap that we're hearing coming out of these crazy people. Yeah. I mean, laugh at them. Yeah. I know it's serious. I, I, I know they're serious. I know they believe the vomit that's coming out of their mouth. Yeah. But there are many more of us than there are them. First of all, we're already 50% of the population. Yes. And out of that, the vast majority of us have sense 
we know that we're women. Yeah. Laugh, get past it. We are women. We give birth. We do beautiful things with our bodies. We can sustain life. We can give life. Yes. And that is a beautiful thing. They don't get to take that away from me. They don't get to take it away from anybody unless you let them. Yep. And that's the whole point with this whole thing of what they're doing. Don't let them do it, whether it's Amen. this or anything else. Yep. Just say no. Ding, 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 ding. You get the prize, Michelle. And as don't far as... Don't catch the stupid. Don't catch the stupid. Now, did, did, did you hear the, uh, the theme song of the transgender movement by my friend Jim Gossett, I Am Woman? No. You haven't heard it? Uh, no, Sydney, I've had my head in a few things here. I haven't heard all the latest and great. I heard the one earlier. Oh, hell. But I didn't can play you can, it, can you hang out? Can you hang on? Just not you hang on the phone, but just listen for another five minutes. I want to play it for you because you said we have to be able to laugh at these things. And if you yeah. haven't heard the the official transgender theme song of the Rob Carson Show by Jim Gossett, I want to play it after the commercial. Does that sound okay? Uh, love it. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, you're going to love it, Michelle. You're going to laugh. You know what? Why don't you just hold on, and I'll play it while you're on the air. Can you Can you hold on? Absolutely. You hold on. You hold on. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's The Rob Carson Show. <laughs> So, Michelle in Westminster just called. Hello there, Michelle. Hey, Quiddy. How are you? I'm glorious. Now, you said you haven't heard our official transgendered uh, uh, theme song. Originally, it was a song written about the transgendered swimmer Leah Thomas, who was a man before her senior year, uh, was ranked about 467th in the country, decided to be a woman, compete with women, right. swim in the, with women, shower with women, even though this person still has his man parts and uh, dates women. Uh, and so we came up with this. And you have not heard our official theme song, transgender theme song yet. Not yet. All right, you're about to hear it here and realize you had said that we need to laugh at these things. This is one of the reasons why I started writing comedy for Rush Limbaugh years ago and while I still continue. So I'm going to go ahead and leave your mic hot here and let you hear our official trans woman theme song. And you'll only hear it here on my show. Jim Gossett doing the singing. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender ban. Though my voice is deep and I've got facial hair. They've banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. Nope. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. Yardy Gatto. Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Against women I compete. People want to hurl when I win another. He didn't get a voice action. Swimming medals. I will steal all of them. I have a beard. Sing along. Beard. I've got testicles. 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 I am woman. <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> I didn't hear you say the word testicles. I'm a little surprised. Oh, I did. I said oh, you, okay, okay. All right. All right, well, listen, if it calls for testicles, you say testicles, Michelle. Oh, you got it. Well, All right. considering that the words to that song, it's that, you know, wisdom's born of pain, and yeah. we've paid the price. And those yeah. of us that came up in the 80s when it yeah. started full force and those shoulders that we stand on, uh, from women's suffrage and those that have come before. We deserve to honor 
their sacrifices and the trails that they blazed for us to walk upon. We wow. cannot stand here and let it be taken away. Boom. That was beautiful. That should be carved in granite, girlfriend. I'm telling you, that's fantastic. You are it's 100% right. Yeah. It's from my heart, and it is the truth, and I know that the vast majority of people in this country yeah. understand and believe that, and don't be afraid to say it out loud because there are many, many more of us than there are of them. And Amen. if they go back crap crazy in front of you, just stand there and laugh your tail off at them. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, Michelle, have a great day, okay? You do the same, Rob. See you really soon. Really nice, really nice. Don in, uh, in Salinas, California. Hello there, Don. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on in KSCO land? Well, I, I wanted to let you know, Rob, you're not alone. You know, I'm a man, yes. and I do the shopping, and yep. I do the cooking. I even do the dishes. Oh, yeah, and me too, bro. Yeah, well, you know why I do it? Because huh. I am a man, and I'm a man enough to realize that the woman not only contributes way more to the marriage than the man, but they are the marriage. And, and I worship my wife, and I celebrate my wife, and I want to show her that I can contribute something besides a paycheck yeah. to the marriage. You bet. And it's very simple. Yeah. You know, well, so yeah. I, 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 I think you're uh, good for, for putting that out there. You know, there's nothing unmanly about doing the cooking and the shopping. No. And, that there, and there's nothing better than having your wife have a little extra energy for you. you know? Well, hello, mister. So and now, Don, you know, the thing is, um, I, I want to honor her. I want to honor my wife. I, I've, you know, I've, I've not been a perfect husband. Um, I've not been a perfect father. I try to be. I try to be uh, good every day of my life. And, and I want to honor my family. I want to provide for them. I want to I want to make meals for them. I want I want I relish every moment with my kids because they're not going to be around the house a whole lot longer. My daughter's 17. My son just graduated from college and he's you know staying home for the summer to do an internship. But I want to enjoy that. And, and listen, I'm going to be yeah. with someone. Listen, Don, of all the contracts I've had, and I've had a lot of crap contracts in my life. For instance, the one that brought me to Kansas City at a radio station, two years into a three-year deal, they decided I was too expensive. I have a contract with my li li wife for life. And if you're going to get yeah. a contract, if you get someone who's de de who is willing to devote them themselves to your sorry ass for life, then by God, you better honor that person. Because we are going yeah. to be here for for a while. You bet, bro. 100%. You know, when I, when I look in the mirror, I can tell myself that I wasn't even a real man until I got my wife. She completed me as a man. Wait a minute. And now I you're, quote, now you're quoting that. Jerry Maguire on me here. What are you trying to do, Don? <laughs> <laughs> well, you complete me. You know, being now, a man is being man enough to, to, to acknowledge things. And if you can't, if you think that, you know, bringing home a paycheck and sitting in the recliner and farting is, is a man, no. Well, don't take my farting away from me, Don. Don't ever take my farting away. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, yeah, Starbucks, by the way, is closing 16 stores citing personal safety concerns. You know why? Because the doofuses who run Starbucks decided that they'd be all woke and everything. They said after careful consideration, we're closing some stores in locations that have experienced, quote, a high volume of challenging incidents that make it unsafe to continue. Where are these places? Well, they're in entirely Democrat-run enclaves like Washington, D.C., Philly, Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland. Yeah, the left eats itself. I've got more on this coming up after the break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Proud. So the uh, governor of California, who is a uh, never going to be the president of the United States, and God help him if he, if he ever does, but um, Gavin Newsom signed the legislation into law allowing California residents who are victims of crime to sue gun manufacturers, which is, uh, you know, and, and unconstitutional, of course, because there are a million ways that you can kill somebody. Does that mean you can sue knife manufacturers? Does that mean you can sue baseball pet manufacturer? Does that mean you can uh, you can sue car manufacturers? Of course it doesn't. So it's uh, it's nonsense. Here's the uh, governor of California uh, talking about this new uh, this new law. Well, it's well known that nearly every industry is held to account when their products cause harm or injury. Well, except one, the gun industry. Yeah, well, guns aren't defective, you know. Sometimes playpens are. The gun lobby, well, it spent millions and millions of dollars buying off politicians to shield themselves from... And Big Pharma hasn't? Oh, I guess but Big Pharma has had the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, and big social media lying for them. Any liability. Today, California is going to change that. They can no longer hide from the mass destruction that they have caused. I'll be signing a bill that will allow Californians to sue. Yeah, you know what? You've uh, you've driven California once Eden into the pits of hell. So uh, nobody believes you. The uh, new law <clears throat> means gun uh, makers could face lawsuits if their products are quote abnormally dangerous. Well, their guns should... <clears throat> are sold in a way that lets them be illegally converted. Whatever. Or end up, you could, you could actually, literally, you could take a baseball bat and wrap it with barbed wire like they do in zombie movies. I guess that's illegally converting it, right? Am I right? Yeah. Or, or end up in the hands of people who are prohibited from owning firearms. Irons. That's not the uh, duty of the gun manufacturer, okay? Um, for instance, uh, let's see here. Uh, Breitbart fact-checked uh, Joe Biden's legal immunity claim and found it to be false. The legal protection set forth by the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act uh, shields gun manufacturers from frivolous suits, not from all suits whatsoever. For instance, they could be, um, I guess, like if, if it were a faulty product which is already a law. For instance, uh, uh, the, the gun manufacturers, uh, defective goods, uh, criminal misconduct on the part of the gun maker. Well, they don't. They're very highly regulated. They make a product that people want, and the product is there for self-defense. The product is there to kill. That's why guns exist. That's why you're allowed to have one. It's because you have to defend yourself and be prepared to use it to end that threat. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Now, if you also go to target practice so you can uh, defend yourself, that's perfectly fine. Doesn't mean it was made for target practice. 
You may use your gun to go turkey hunting. Doesn't mean it was made to go turkey hunting. Who goes turkey hunting? Uh, very few people go turkey hunting. But that's cool. That I just go buy the turkey. Although, you might be better off hunting it right now. Because it's so freaking expensive. That said, uh, they put this in that line. And this will uh, likely face a court challenge. Blah, 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 blah. Meantime, um, a case of a uh, young person who was clearly uh, in violation of all the laws that had been in place in uh, Highland Park, Illinois, was able to get uh, uh, some firearms with the help of his clueless father, go into a school and uh, murder a bunch of children and teachers. And uh, he could have been stopped in many different ways. In many different ways. Did you see the uh, video yesterday? They showed the police officer in the school. <clears throat> 17 police officers ran away from the gunfire. Salvador Ramos went on to uh, saunter through the halls and murder a bunch of kids. He walked into two classrooms, fired for uh, two and a half minutes, shooting off 100 rounds. Sheriff's Deputy Felix Rubio was in the hallway. He's fighting back tears, being held back by law enforcement as his daughter, Lexi, was shot to death. And then nothing happens. In fact, uh, there was an officer there, one of them holding back this man from saving his daughter while he casually walked over and put some hand sanitizer on his hands and rubbed them together. Then another guy checked his phone. Two teachers, 19 children were killed as 20-plus armed, wearing body armor with shields, police officers, stood by for an hour and about 17 minutes and did nothing and waited for a Border Patrol agent to leave a dent or a, or a barber's chair, borrow his shotgun, and lead the charge to end the shooter's life. Then there's this teacher, this Uvalde mom, that uh, saved her two children. Here she is talking about her situation and how she wasn't going to sit around and wait for the police to do something when they weren't doing anything. Anjali is a farm worker and was working in the fields when the school came under attack. I just, I'm running, I just run off the fields and I get in my car, I'm going about 100 miles per hour. Um, I had my flashing lights on. And she I was hysterical when she arrived and wanted to go in immediately but says she was ordered by an officer to get back. He's like, you're very close. I said, well, I don't need you to protect me. I don't need your protection. What you need to do is go protect my kids. They're in there. Angelie says she could hear the children and the gunmen. You could just hear the gun like, just kept going. You could hear kids screaming from the cafeteria, kids screaming from the classrooms. She says she and other parents were frustrated that police were standing around doing nothing. I'm starting to tell the parents, come on, if we all go in there, they can't stop us all. Yeah, you know, that's maybe what the 20 officers should have said with their uh, shields and their guns and the fact that they're greatly outmanned and they're going to save children. And you swear to protect uh, the innocent. You, you swear to protect people as a police officer. Uh, I don't like to go after police because everybody goes after police. This department I'm going after exclusively because they drop the ball. If that were my kid in the classroom, I don't I would if they die, I would rather not live. I would rather die for them to save their lives or at least die trying. Here's some more from this mother, Anjali 
Gomez, by the way, who rescued her own kids. She says they not only stopped her, but handcuffed her and tackled some parents to the ground. What are you, why are you doing it to us? And y'all can't even go in there and do it to the shooter. Angelie says after a few minutes, she did calm down and officers uncuffed her. That's when she ran, hopped a nearby fence, and ran inside. I mean, it was really risky what I did, but at that moment, you don't think. It's just your mind goes blank, and you're just in there to do what you're going to do. Angelie says she first ran to one of her son's classrooms and got the teacher to open the door and then help lead the entire class out of the school. Wait a minute. Here's a mom, a demure, maybe 5'1", individual, who rescued a whole damned class while Tommy officers stood back there and, and held one of their colleagues back from saving his daughter. But Angelie says she wasn't done. Her other son was still inside and terrified she could still hear gunfire in the distance. So I kind of just got on one knee and I just kind of said a prayer real quick like because I could hear the kids screaming, I want my mom from the cafeteria. Angelie says she made it to her son's room and managed to get him and one of his friends out. She says a resident shot this video of her running from the school wow. and gave it to her. It shows her and the two boys running into the parking lot, her son breaking down into tears. Angelie's attorney, Domingo Garcia, says she acted with more heroism than most of the officers who responded that day. Yeah, and by the way, the mayor of the uh, town of Uvalde is calling out uh, the school for releasing the video of the law enforcement officials who were cowering with uh, all 17 or 20 of them uh, retreating, despite outnumbering, outmanning, outgunning the shooter. Here, the mother talks about how she's being harassed by law enforcement now that she's told her story. Weeks after the shooting, Angelie says she's still being threatened with arrest. She claims she's been watched by Uvalde police in marked cars. That sounds kind of like the, uh, I don't know, the harassment that uh, parents who disagree with CRT are getting from federal law enforcement. It's almost like they've been weaponized. Uvalde police have not responded to requests for comment. I've also had a cop park here while me and my grandmother are ex- exercising, flickering on and off his headlights just watching us i don't know what he's doing he's just there wow that's pretty amazing just sitting out in front of the house flashing the lights doing a little whoop whoop maybe you should be quiet about this unbelievable here's one more soundbite from this uvalde mom she says they're angry with her for ignoring their orders we can arrest you for tampering with an open investigation of an app active shooter her attorney says it's intimidation and a form yeah you know i'm thinking that whole uh, saving my kids and the classroom and the other boy from my son's classroom is going to usurp whatever complaint you have about me interrupting some sort of an operation a small town justice intimidation with people under a badge for telling the truth for telling her story and trying to save her two children. Angelie wants police chief Pete Adedondo fired and held accountable he was the presumed incident commander that day Valley police have not responded to repeated requests for comment on Angelie's case to WFAA or her attorney. She hopes by speaking out, it will protect her from future retaliation. Well, there better not be any uh, retaliation because <clears throat> there are a lot, a whole lot of us around the country who will step up and defend her. And you've seen how authority is being used against the average person in this country, whether it be January the 6th, whether it be something like this, 
whether it be uh, going after parents who, who uh, disagree with uh, CRT and whatnot, as I just mentioned, uh, law enforcement, federal agencies being weaponized against us, and it sounds like the same is being done for this woman, but it's not going to fly because the truth will come out eventually. That's why the Democrat Party is getting stopped in so many ways. Because the truth is getting out, and the truth is getting out about January the 6th, and no amount of lying about it, no amount of kangaroo court and hearings where the defense is not allowed to speak up, or Steve Bannon even volunteering to speak in front of the January 6th. No questions asked, no holds barred. And now suddenly January 6th, oh, we got to put it off. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. Because they know the truth is going to come out, and they know that they're going to pay for it. That's, like I said, the, the Democrat Party and the mainstream media and big social media, they're like uh, trying to put out a, uh, a twister board where the individual circles are catching on fire. Over here, uh, right-hand uh, green, that is, um, uh, that is uh, Roe v. Wade. You know, you got Tampa. Uh, left-hand red is going to be, uh, uh, you know, COVID and uh, vaccine mandates. And people are starting to say, oh, we don't need them and all that. Well, you better put that one out. All these fires are going off. Russia collusion. There's a fire. Try to put that out. Oh, crap. Well, they found out about it. Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh-oh, that's left foot uh, blue. Uh-oh, you got to try to put that out. Oh, crap. Well, everybody found out about it. Sooner or later, truth is going to come out, and truth will set you free, and people will be held accountable. And they have to be. And they have to be for their absurdity and their cowardice and their nonsense. Let's take a break, shall we? You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. Dick Morris has a uh, new book. It's called The Return. It is an Amazon number one bestseller, and he talks about Donald Trump running for president in 2024, which he believes wholeheartedly that he will. And I've been saying this for uh, about a year now. Of course he is. Of course he is. Uh, It reveals Trump's secret plan for 2024 and also the three big threats Trump faces, including from big tech. Uh, If you want a copy of the book, check this out. Free offer from Newsmax, my network. Thank you very much. You can save almost $28. Just go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. All right? So there you go. Dick Morris's new book is called The Return. You want it free, just go to thereturn911.com. Do that today. Oh, yeah, and speaking of uh, big social media, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, telling managers to identify workers who are coasting or low performers. Yeah. By the way, uh, Facebook's value has plummeted in the first few months of this year. 52%. Yeah. It's because people get it. And, and it's kind of funny because my Facebook page disappeared right after uh, the morning of after the election in November 2020 disappeared. No explanation, no recourse, just gone. And then literally a couple months ago, just came around. And, you know, there are posts I'm getting big, you know, returns on it and then they're getting big comments and you know, a couple thousand views and shares per post. And then every once in a while, you'll just see one as none. Or, or they're still doing that uh, flagging stuff, you know, for, uh, for the most ridiculous reasons. Um, for instance, hold on, I just got flagged for, a, you know, idiotic um, uh, COVID, uh, uh, you know, they, they're always doing this nonsense. Hold on one second, let me find it here. Uh, I got a lot of stuff on. I put, I put a lot of stuff on my social media. If you get a chance to, 
Uh, just follow me, Rob Carson Show, on Getter, on Truth Social, on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. And, and, you know, a lot of the times I get limited on my reach with regard to Facebook and Twitter because they're uh, socialists. The positive is I'm not finding the flag that I just got, but they, they do it all the time. They limit my reach. I'll see a post where I'm, you know, only like five people have seen it versus one that gets 6,000. And you know you're being limited. It's not being seen because they're hiding it from people because that's what they do. But it's just nice. It's just nice that Mark Zuckerberg is getting tough on staff managers uh, and you're ousting, coasting employees amid a devastating downturn in value. The same is happening to uh, Twitter. And you know what I'd like to say about that? Payback is a biatch, you know? Yeah, payback is just that. And, uh, and you, uh, Facebook and Twitter, led people to believe that you were an open forum originally. Originally it started out, I remember, and Facebook's been around for 18 years, did you know that? I've had a Facebook profile probably 15 years. All my kid photos are on it and everything on my main, you know, and I've downloaded them and all that just in case you decide to be, uh, you know, D-words for Richard about it. But um, uh, Facebook and Twitter was originally about, you know, hooking up, or not hooking up, well, some cases hooking up. But, uh, um, you know, meeting uh, high school, college friends. Hey, hey, what's going on with your life? I don't know. Hey, look at my feet on the end of a lawn chair on a beach. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know. Uh, and that's what it was. It, it put places out of business like classmates. Remember class, classmates.com? They're still around. But, you know, the classmates.com was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to find a classmate. You know, it's like, it's like uh, you know, paying someone to find your uh, DNA, uh, your, your relatives. It used to be different. Now you just do the ancestry DNA like I did, and you, you find your relatives in, you know, weeks. So a lot of things have kind of changed with regard to Facebook. But the one thing that hasn't changed is that as people decided and, and realized that they could reach a lot of people and started just kind of in its infancy uh, talking about politics, Democrats, you should have abor- aborted it that early. Instead, they waited for a late-term abortion after you have thousands of uh, followers and you've spent hundreds of thousands or at least tens of thousands to boost posts, and then Facebook decides to abort your page. I just thought I'd kind of tie in the news to that. I have a friend, he, he invested his life savings. He sold his house, $250,000 uh, to promote his pages. He had 29 pages, 19 million followers, all conservative pages. And on October the 31st of 2018, all of them disappeared from Facebook, along with 800, I think it was 811 other mostly conservative sites. So they breached a contract. They took his money and said that because you're saying things that we determine are verboten, we're going to go ahead and end your reach, and it's going to be like you never existed to your followers. Like they did with uh, with uh, the uh, walk away movement, the Democrat Party walk away movement disappeared after the election, just disappeared, gone. Five hundred thousand people who walked away from the Democrat Party left their messages, left their videos, left their support, left all the contact information, and Facebook decided to just get rid of it all, just to be totalitarian. And uh, as far as any pity that I feel for Facebook and Twitter and its employees, um, not one little bit. Not one little bit at all. No, sir. Because they're, they've all been down with it. They're all part of the faculty lounge. And they're all totalitarians. So if you go out of bidness, that's just too bad. That's just the way it works when you abuse half of your customers. Let's take a break. Come back and wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to it. 
What is this headline from the Wall Street Journal that I'm seeing here? I just got it before the show, and it says here, the baby formula, could it be getting worse? How is it possible with such people in charge? All of the glorious people uh, who are from academia and, uh, and from governance, and they aren't able to solve the problem of baby formula, even with the great Pete Boot Edge Edge, who's our transportation secretary, who is in charge of transportation in this country, even though he's never had a job in transportation before, because it's all about political payback and not competence. But uh, apparently, according to some around the country, including Keith Milligan, the controller of Piggly Wiggly stores in Georgia and Alabama, Love me some Piggly Wiggly, by the way, particularly on the East Coast. When you go down the East Coast near North Carolina, they have their own peanut butter machines. You can make your own peanut butter. I literally, it's like Homer Simpson in a soft serve machine. I'd like, just, just start it. Open my mouth. I'm just going to eat some. Anyway, uh, so he said that uh, his stores are only carrying about five out of the 30 products it normally carries. He says the situation hasn't improved at all. How is it possible? With these geniuses in charge and a president that garnered 80-plus million votes. I just don't get it. How could the most popular elected president in the history of the United States, someone who had such a mandate with the sheer number of dead people, I mean, the, the voters, Democrats, I said, I said dead instead of Democrats. They're so close, dead and Democrats. So many dead, I mean, Democrats voting for uh, Joe Biden. How is it possible that such things could happen? I just, I'm, 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 I'm perplexed. I'm a little perplexed. And, and there's a lot of news on the table today, including the, uh, the story about the 10-year-old girl who was uh, raped and then transported across state lines for her abortion. Well, the story's true. But it gets really sick after that. And I'm talking about, you know, not the, the act, of course, you're God in heaven. But it looks like your Democrat Party and the mainstream media might have sat on the story. Because they wanted to sit on the story to make it, almost weaponize it, against those who would uh, be happy about Roe v. Wade going away. I know, I'm as shocked as you are. And, and when I tell you some t- statistics about young girls getting raped, you're going to discover that this story is not an anomaly. And dear God in heaven, it's not all that uncommon. But they took this story, they cherry-picked this story to go after people who were happy about Roe v. Wade being dismissed. Yeah. That's what they used it for. And then, and then they didn't make a big deal out of it because um, the guy's an illegal alien. I know I shouldn't say illegal alien of a rapist of a child. I shouldn't say something so derogatory of someone who would rape a 10-year-old at the time nine, call them an illegal alien. Dear God in heaven, I should be removed from the airwaves for calling a child rapist an illegal alien. Don't you know he's an undocumented immigrant? And I believe that Donald Trump said some of the people coming across the border might be criminal, including maybe some rapists. But what did the mainstream media say? They said that Donald Trump says everybody who comes across the border is a rapist. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Oh, oh, AOC, who is, uh, you know, just not terribly bright. I wouldn't expect the cure from cancer or anything to come out of her mouth. Uh, but uh, she is accidentally saying that somebody told the Capitol Police to let people in on January the 6th. (laughs) 
yes, 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 I know. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, well, you know, what they're going to do, they're going to say that uh, Donald Trump ordered the Capitol Police to let people in. Well, no, no, that's, that's not under his jurisdiction. That's Nancy Pelosi. And uh, Nancy Pelosi, I don't know if you know about this, hadn't said anything about January the 6th, really, other than it's Donald Trump's fault. So we got all of that happening today. We've got a couple special guests today. There's a guy in, uh, in Maryland. I, I moved from Maryland in about 2015, my family and I, and uh, I love me some Maryland, but for my children's sake, I'm so glad I'm not there because they would have had to gone through all this nonsense in Maryland with regard to school closings and indoctrination in schools. It still goes on. It's much worse than when my kids were in Montgomery uh, County schools. My son was a, an eighth grader when we got him out of there and moved to the Midwest, and my daughter was like in the third grade when she moved uh, with me to the Midwest from Maryland, and I'm glad they missed all of that because they would have been subject to all of this school closure, all of this indoctrination, all of this nonsense. And we have gubernatorial candidate from the state of Maryland, Dan Cox. He is a member of the uh, Maryland General Asylum. That's what we call it because they're so bat guano crazy in the state of Maryland. I mean, they're nuts, nuts, nuts in Maryland. And if Dan becomes the uh, governor, you know, I might consider moving back. I, I, you know, I mean, property values are already kind of going down. It's, I'm not going to hurt anything. <laughs> and then we got Philip Klein. He's the director of the Amistad Project, and he's going to be talking to us about uh, oh the Wisconsin ruling that's uh, getting rid of dra- ballot drop boxes in the Florida election integrity bill, among other things. Oh yeah, and Dan Cox, by the way, he went to Philadelphia for the election uh, on uh, in 2020, and he witnessed all of the chicanery himself as a lawyer. So uh, all of that is, uh, is coming up on the show. It's a, it's a jam-packed show, kids. It is a jam-packed show. And uh, despite what the President of the United States, uh, Joe Biden, said yesterday, and he is convinced that everybody wants him to run again, uh, 18% is the number. 18% is the number that uh, want Joe Biden to run for president again. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Uh, 18% of Americans say Joe Biden should run for re-election in 2024. That's all. Now, Joe Biden yesterday, he screamed to reporters and he said that, no, 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 that's, uh, I, I, of course, uh, you know, I'm getting much more. Here's what he said, actually, outside of, uh, outside of uh, the Capitol. Mr. President. Or outside of the White House. What's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again. No, wait, 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 wait. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Hold on. I think he said something different here. Hold on. Listen to this real quick here. Same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. He said 92% of Democrats of Iran. I think is what he said. Iran. I think he's saying that 92% of Democrats in Iran would vote for him. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats of Iran would vote for me. Yeah, the 92 uh, Democrats of Iran, Iran as we used to call it, would vote for him, I guess. So he says hit the road, man. You guys are all the same. Hit the road, Joe. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Joe. Don't you come back no more. That's Jim Gossett. Read the polls, Jack. The Dems don't want you back, you back, you back. It's over and that's a fact. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, don't you know you're done? Even Democrats don't want you to run. Stick a fork in the polls, I tell him, Joe. He needs to pack his bags and go. Hit the road, 
And that is, of course, uh, JimGossettComedy.com. Jim Gossett threw that together for us the, uh, this morning on the show. And, by the way, if you want to hear uh, some of his comedy, more of his comedy, my show, including great guests like yesterday, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the podcast is called The Rob Carson Show Podcast, the entire show. Just go to NewsmaxTV.com and uh, look up podcasts for NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. 18% of Americans say Joe Biden should run for re-election, according to the latest Yahoo! YouGov poll, the uh, lowest number to date, nearly two-thirds said he should bow out. And for the first time, more Democrats now say Biden should pass uh, on a second term, 41% uh, than he said would pursue one, which is 35%. So clearly, um, the, uh, stir- the that little plastic thermometer in the turkey, which is going to cost about, well, I don't know, $800 this year, uh, that little turkey thermometer stick it out. Boop, it's done. It's done. And the next thing is going to be the whole 25th Amendment thing. And something that I mentioned and said that it would be the reasonable thing to very, uh, I don't know, di- a dignified way of acknowledging issues that the president is having that many Americans who are 79 years old, uh, most Americans 79 years old, have never had a brain surgery where they open up your head and all that stuff, and that you know can contribute can contribute to stuff. But that's going to be next. It's going to be this kind of uh, I don't know what uh, I think. And then, well, I'll just offer suggestions. What you should do is, uh, you know, let him put a lid on a day on like on a Friday at one o'clock, and then uh, over the weekend report you know what's what's going on. So that way, there's not as much media attention. You do that with other stories that are important. You know, like I don't know, story of a illegal alien raping a ten year old. Usually, you do that early in the week. But if you if you put something, you know. Uh, well, it doesn't involve the illegal. It's just a you know just used for Roe v. Wade. You put that in early in the week, then uh, the fact I- I- illegal alien that would come out on Friday normally, normally. But the, some journalists actually found out about this. But anyway, just just go through that, and then on Monday, just say uh, you know that the president of the United States has decided to step aside, citing uh, health concerns. And hold on a second, this is hard for me to say. Hold on, no, 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 no. I got this. I got this. It's just like Fonzie when he tried to say, tell Pinky Cascadero that he loved her. He couldn't do it. Uh, Hold on. Joe Biden, uh, in a statement from uh, Karim Jean-Pierre, would say that a health concerns, he's signing aside. And hold on. Kamala Harris would be president. Oh, God. That was tough. That was like... That was like a forced verbal pregnancy. Just had to push that one out. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so yeah, Kamala Harris would be the president of the United States. And, of course, the election would show you know, all the Republicans say take over and she'd be a lame duck. I mean, she's lame anyway, so you got half of it already there. And, you know, all the... So that's, that's, that's what's next, I think. I think, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm usually right. So... 
this whole thing about common sense, life experience, and research. It kind of works sometimes when you actually do your uh, your research. All right, so uh, your calls are welcome here at 800-922-6680. On the way, we're going to share some audio about the arrest made in the rape of an Ohio girl that led to the Indiana abortion uh, story drawing international attention conveniently used to go after those who would oppose Roe v. Wade after Roe v. Wade was rejected by the Supreme Court. All of that is coming up. There was a cover-up, kids. I know, hard to believe. This is The Rob Carson Show. Expression great to follow Rob Carson on social media. Go to Truth Social Getter Facebook and Twitter at Rob Carson Show. Remember this song? It's not on the radio anymore. Yeah, the Genesis did this back in the, uh, what, about 1989. It's no fun being an illegal alien. You can't say that about, uh, about uh, um, what are they, uh, what's the word, this month. It's um, uh, migrants, you know, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> but Genesis, they, uh, they did a song called It's No Fun Being an Illegal Alien. You used to be able to call lawbreakers, you know, what they are, but not, uh, not anymore. So the big story yesterday was that a Columbus man has been charged with impregnating a 10-year-old Ohio girl who traveled to Indiana unnecessarily to seek an abortion because the media and the Democrat Party needed the narrative. Uh, that led to an international attention following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and uh, activation of Ohio's abortion law. It's almost like they sat on the story. Kind of weird uh, how that happened. Gerson Fuentes, 27, whose last known address was uh, an apartment on Columbus Northwest Side, was arrested Tuesday after police say he confessed to raping the child on at least two occasions. He's since been charged with rape, a felony of the first degree in Ohio. Columbus police were made aware of the girl's pregnancy through a referral by Franklin County Children's Services that was made by her mother on June 22nd, by the way. She traveled to get the abortion on June 30th. So that had already been done. All right, today is July the 14th. Hey, happy Bastille, everybody. It's happy Bastille Day. It's a French Independence Day. You know, it's kind of like what, you know, we got some similarities between the, the, the French Revolution and us right now with the bourgeois and the proletariat and the, and the whole uh, Bastille thing in Washington, D.C. with January 6th protesters. But other than that... No similarities. Uh, anyway, um, Hune, uh, uh, Jeffrey Hune, detective, said that uh, the DNA from the uh, clinic in Indianapolis being tested against samples from Fuentes as well as the child's siblings to confirm a contribution to the aborted fetus. Um, and by the way, Fuentes, Gerson Fuentes, uh, believed to be undocumented, which means an illegal alien. Uh, they said a $2 million Fuentes who's uh, being held in the Franklin County Jail. Uh, the Indianapolis Star, a Gannett sister paper of the Dispatch, first reported earlier this month that a 10-year-old rape victim traveled from Ohio to, uh, to uh, Indiana for abortion, ser abortion services after most abortions became illegal in her home state. The, uh, the account was attributed to Dr. Caitlin Bernard, an Indianapolis physician who works uh, provides abortion services to underage girls. She has two underage girls 
that's in the record. It's it's been proven there are like eight abortion doctors in the state that have performed underage abortions and not reported them. Thought you should know. In recent days, some abortion opponents, Republican politicians, and news outlets had criticized the story as unproven. I I was uh, doubting it. You know why? Because um, the mainstream media lies about everything. So you really just don't know what to believe anymore. And then they're like, well, we told you. You should have believed us. Even though we lie about everything else. You should have believed us. Way to go. They tried to pen this on us. Which is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, Attorney General Dave Yost was questioned about the validity. I, I shared some of his audio yesterday. Uh, here is uh, Dave Yost, the AG. He had no clue that this happened as of like the night before last. Had no idea because he heard nothing about it. And we work closely with the, we have a decentralized law enforcement system in Ohio. Um, but we have regular contact with prosecutors and local police and sheriffs. Not a whisper anywhere. Something maybe even more telling, Jesse, is my office runs the state crime lab. Any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit. You're going to have biological evidence. And you would be looking for DNA uh, analysis, which we do most of the DNA analysis in Ohio. There is no case request for analysis. There was no uh, case request at all. It's almost like they... um Kind of sat on the story until it was uh, until it was useful. Here's a little bit more from the AG. That's correct. Um, now the doctor in Indiana isn't in our jurisdiction, obviously. We don't know who the originating doctor in Ohio was, if they even exist. But the bottom line is, uh, it is a crime if you're a mandated reporter to fail to report. It's also the fact that in Ohio. Uh, the rape of a 10-year-old means life in prison. Yeah, there is I know that. our prosecutors and cops in this state. There's not one of them that wouldn't be turning over every rock in their jurisdiction if they had the slightest hint. Now, by the way, this, uh, this rape took place after Roe v. Wade was rescinded. Roe v. Wade was rescinded, I believe, on the 24th of June. Uh, the attack happened uh, on the 22nd of June, and uh, she went to get the uh, abortion on June 30th. And it looks like the media may have sat on the story until it was convenient, until they can make the most out of it, despite the fact that these crimes uh, apparently happen a lot. 2020, there are 52 abortions in children 15 or younger in Ohio, accounting for 0.3% of the 20,000 abortions performed during that year, meaning about 94% were just birth control, which is the same way with nationally. A little bit higher in inner, city, inner cities with people of color. But don't let Planned Parenthood tell you about that. Uh, anyway, uh, the health department shows there were 63 such procedures in 2019, 54, 2018, 61, 2017, 76 in 2016. Not uncommon. Just this time used for political purposes. I will share more on that from uh, Victor Davis Hanson coming up in just a second. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is a uh, Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. 
Coming up next hour, uh, a gubernatorial candidate from the state of Maryland, Dan Cox, who's under assault by uh, some outside money by her uh, uh, Republican opponent for the primary, uh, whose last name is Schultz. It's kind of weird because the, the, uh, the, the governor of Maryland's name is Hogan. So now you got Schultz running. And presumably LeBeau might be put in part of uh, the, maybe the food programs, maybe the SNAP programs in uh, the state of Maryland. And then uh, maybe Colonel Clink could be put in charge of the prison system in the state of Maryland if uh, Kelly Schultz. But anyway, we'll talk to Dan Cox next hour about uh, what it's like running. He's been a member of the Maryland General Asylum for a while. And Maryland is uh, a mess uh, has been a mess forever. Certainly, uh, Baltimore is a mess as far as crime is concerned. You can blame that on more Democrats. But uh, hopefully, uh, Dan Cox will end up being the uh, governor of the state of Maryland, won't be a rhino like uh, Larry Hogan. And again, that's another reason I'm, I'm glad that I moved out of Maryland when I did. Not saying I would never live in Maryland again, but not under the rule of a Democrat governor or Larry Hogan, because honestly, they've, uh, they've done a terrible job. So a... Ten-year-old girl at the time, nine years old, was uh, raped in the state of Ohio, had to go to Indiana to get the abortion. The rape happened on June 22nd, reported to, uh, I guess, reported on uh, the news day before, well, yesterday. So there's 22nd. So, so that's um, about three weeks, I guess, right? Three, three weeks or so since it happened. And just yesterday, it was reported on. It's like Democrats almost um, sat on it until they needed it. And I believe yesterday, didn't they start some new uh, abortion hearings on Capitol Hill? They did. They had a woman yesterday on Capitol Hill talking about how uh, uh, she, she said that abortion was an act of self-love. I'm thinking if you would have practiced uh, an act of self-love, you wouldn't have gotten pregnant. But anyway, I've been sitting on that line, you know, like like the... The the, uh, the Democrats have sat on that story. I've been sitting on that line for about 10 minutes. Last night, Tucker Carlson had Victor Davis Hanson on to talk about the, uh, the uh, unusual placement of this story and the possibility that maybe Democrats and the, the media are using a 10-year-old rape victim. Yeah, it sounds like they are. So the obvious headline here was not about abortion. It was about the crime committed against a child. Who yeah. raped a 10-year-old? That was our first question. Nobody seemed interested at all in learning who this person was. And maybe there was a reason for that. In fact, there was another moral to the story. Of what, what, what was that, Tucker? I don't know. Apparently, the rapist was an illegal alien. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up the tape a little bit there. What? Another moral to the story. Apparently, the rapist was an illegal alien. Huh. That's kind of weird, because Joe Biden has opened our southern border wholesale to millions of illegal aliens. That's weird how that happens. The Columbus Dispatch is reporting tonight that a 27-year-old called Gershon Fuentes has confessed to raping the 10-year-old child on multiple occasions. Victor Davis Hansen is a senior fellow with the Hoover Institution. We're happy to have him join us tonight. Here comes the big guns. Professor, thanks so much for coming on. So what do you take from this story? Well, it's a tragic story, Tucker, but it, it gets more mysterious every day because... I believe that at one point Joe Biden says every abortion was a tragedy. That happened years ago. He doesn't feel that way now. Apparently, this terrible, horrendous act was reported on the 22nd or nearabouts in June. Huh. And here we are on July 13th, 14th, and we're only now learning about who did this. In other words, 
this perpetrator apparently was not charged or arraigned, and yet people knew that he... Why, why, why is that? With uh, all of these soft-on-crime DAs uh, letting illegals out all over the country. Why, why? Oh, wait, I just said it. He had coerced a young, maybe at the time, a nine-year-old to be pregnant. And so the question is, why now, at this belated date, are we learning who he was? I don't know. It's just kind of weird because they had those abortion supporters on Capitol Hill yesterday and the same day that this case was reported in the media. It's like they just kind of waited for the right time to uh, unveil this case and use a 10-year-old rape victim uh, as a political prop. The first version was a lie. Everything is partisan propaganda and kind of believe nothing at first. Maybe that's the takeaway. It reminds me a lot of the whipping story that Joe Biden also... Yeah, they're still punishing the Border Patrol agents who did nothing wrong because they're so ungodly, uh, inept, corrupt, and awful. That's what they do. ...promulgated about Border Patrol's whipping people, and we found out only later that it wasn't true at all. Yeah, they're called reins. That's how you, you steer the horse so they don't crush people. And then there were desperate efforts to bring in more evidence to sort of incriminate them to save the reputation of the president. Yeah, it's kind of like what they're doing to Donald Trump, even though they impeached him on January, or, or for January the 6th, and he was exonerated. They're still going after him, even though there's no evidence. So I think what's happened is they, this fellow was finally charged when they needed some substantiation of the oh, story, but yeah. they didn't seem... They seemed reluctant to charge him quicker and more and almost immediately be because he's illegal. Because they felt the story would be believable and be useful on its own merits. And well, let's hear that again. Hold on a second. Substantiation of the story, but they didn't seem. They seemed reluctant to charge him quicker and more mm -hmm. and almost immediately because they felt the story would be believable and be useful on its own merits. And useful. then when people questioned it and wanted details, only then did they start releasing the details. Uh, so they just wanted to use the storyline. They just wanted to use the storyline of a 10-year-old girl at 9 years old at the time being raped. They just wanted to use it. They didn't want to know the details. And the reason why they didn't want to know the details is the guy's here in the country illegally, you see. And if he wasn't here illegally, the rape would have never happened. Which caused only more mystery. But the whole thing is, is I, I think it's, it's terrible because it shows you that people are using a 10-year-old and, the, yeah. and protecting, in some cases, an illegal alien, if that happened to be true, that they deliberately delayed arraigning him until they needed evidence to substantiate this useful story. It's, it's, it's right. terrible. Wow. I, I just, wow. Oh, if you're still a Democrat, uh, I mean, you could be a Democrat in name only. I, I, I get that, sure. My dad was a Democrat in na name only. He was a Roosevelt a Democrat, so he was a conservative Democrat. He was a Kennedy Democrat, I guess. Wouldn't say Roosevelt Democrats were uh, were conservative, but anyway, my, that's my dad, you know. And uh, uh, you know, it's just wow. I I, I just hmm. if you're still a Democrat, if you I mean, if you're down with this and you're down with Elizabeth Warren saying that she wanted to close down all the crisis pregnancy centers in the country, oh man. I mean, what the hell? If you are down with that, boy, 
If you're Catholic, you might want to go talk to a priest. I'm just, you know, just, just saying as a fellow Catholic, you might want to go, go talk to your, uh, your priest. It's kind of weird, Donald Trump. He, uh, he warned people about illegals coming across the border, and he said that Mexico wasn't sending its best and brightest. It was, uh, it was sending its dregs, a lot of them, the, the dregs. Not all of them. No, 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 he never said that. He never said that everybody coming across the border is a criminal. Never said that. But that's what the media portrayed. Here's a little bit of Donald Trump. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. Now, it's kind of weird. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it, well, I might have it here. 107,000 people in the United States died of drug overdoses uh, with uh, illegal drugs coming across the border from Mexico. So, there was that. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Yeah, so, some are. Uh, uh, so, you have to assume that some people across the border are, uh, are uh, good people. And, and that's generally what I do. And that's what I've always done. I've always celebrated uh, uh, legal immigration to the country. I've always also said that we ought to streamline the damn process so you don't have to stand, spend 10 freaking years waiting. I mean, shouldn't like a year be enough where you can vet someone, you could figure out you know, who they are, what they're here, do a yes or a no, do a stamp of approval, say no, say yes. Wouldn't that be easier? Because I literally, I've got friends. I got French friends. My friends Michael and Isabel, they came from France of all places. And they had the proudest moment of their lives. They became American citizens. My good friend uh, Paul, we call him Noonie in Cincinnati. He came here. Uh, he's a British expat and uh, came here. Proudest moment of his life was when he was sworn in as an official uh, U.S. citizen. It, it's kind of crazy. So I've been down with that. But you see, the Democrat Party and the, and the mainstream media are so bloody corrupt that uh, they act like it's, oh, Donald Trump, just he's just going after these poor brown people coming across the border, and he's calling them all rapists. No, he never did. And once again, here's Donald Trump being proven 100% right. Here's uh, CNN. They are convinced. They were convinced that Donald Trump was obsessed with rape, well, obsessed with rapists coming across the border. Mr. President, tell us about the border plan. President Trump traveling to West Virginia today to sell his tax plan. So now, once again, you see that America is open for business. One of the big things is our tax cuts. But within moments, he moved on from the biggest legislative achievement of his presidency to his biggest obsession, illegal immigration. Which uh, should be the nation's number one obsession. Remember my opening remarks at Trump Tower when I opened? Everybody said, oh, he was so tough. And I used the word rape. And yesterday it came out where this journey coming up, women are raped at levels that nobody's ever seen before. Oh, yeah, there is that. And uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. Yesterday in an interview, uh, uh, newest Myra, Myra um, uh, I'm drawing a on her last name, just elected in, uh, in southern Texas for us. Uh, she said that, yeah, women are being raped and children are being raped at unprecedented levels trying to come to America by all of the illegals that are coming across who are uh, criminals. And some of them, like the guy in, uh, in uh, Ohio, rapists. They don't want to mention that. So we have to change our laws. And the Democrats, what they're doing is just... It's insanity. I don't, nobody understands what's going on. Oh, we do understand what's going on. They're trying to wreck the country. Cloward Piven, overwhelm the system, bring it down. Here's a little bit more from CNN about uh, Donald Trump and illegal immigration or immigration. I'll just say that because I want to, you know, I'm tr 
props to Jill Black- Biden and her, and her Spanish-speaking ability. Uh, here's what CNN had to say about Donald Trump's immigration. Consumed by the president's yeah. fury over illegal immigration, Consumed. the White House is now scrambling to implement his plan to send National Guard troops to the U.S.-Mexico border. And that's what we should do all across every state bordering with Mexico. We're going to have our wall, and we're going to get it very strongly. The military is going to be building some of it. But we're going to have very strong borders, and we have to change our laws, and we're working. By the way, Joe Biden has uh, started building the wall again in one section, and it just happens to be the only section where illegals can see their relatives through the fence. And Joe Biden uh, closed down that section. You know why? Well, uh, he's a D-word for Richard. I'm doing that. But a question remains unanswered. Why now, when even the president acknowledges arrests at the border are down? Because of the Trump... What? What? Hold on. Why now, when even the president acknowledges arrests at the border are down? Because of the Trump administration's actions, border crossing are still at an unacceptable 46-year low, the president writing on Twitter. That figure from the president... A 46-year low. That was not low enough for Donald Trump. He wanted to shut it all down. Wow. It is true. There are fewer arrests for illegal border crossings than at any point since 1971. Wow. You might want to just get the podcast today. Uh, go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast and, and download it and share it with all of your friends who are really, really, really pro-abortion and really, really, really pro-illegal. Uh, you should do that. Let's take a break. Sean, you'll be up next. Your phone calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yeah, but not a funny joke. No, 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 no. Let's go to uh, Sean in Live Oak, California, joining us on the phone. Hello, Sean, the home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate. How are you today? Oh, fine. And yourself? Glorious. Couldn't be better. What's up? Well, the, on this abortion story, yeah. there's uh, something about uh, Democrats I think people have a misconception on. They assume that they are competent enough to lie. Yeah. And <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that's they, fantastic. That's a great line. They assume they're competent enough to lie. That's spectacular. Go ahead. Well, it it's something that uh, President Reagan said many years ago, and I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to try to quote it exactly because okay. I don't know if I can. That's okay. But he just said that uh, it's not our liberal... Uh, uh, friends are lying. It's just they believe so much that isn't so. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. So is it? It's just like you know. Uh, I'm sure you can find uh, occasional competent uh, Democrat that's going to lie on the issues of abortion, but I think you know, a large over ninety percent of them are just delusional and yeah, incompetent. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. And, and I've got an article that I'm going to share with you later in the show. And, I, and I've said this is the failing that you will experience when you have academics and career bureaucrats in office. And it turns out a good share of everybody in the Biden administration uh, have zero experience in the real world. So it, there is that going as well. And for some odd reason, Sean, and I've never understood this, never have understood this. Um, why is abortion, the right to kill a baby, the most, the biggest statement 
about womanhood, something that all women must agree on. I'm going to share some uh, comments from Rashida Tlaib yesterday on Capitol Hill. They really have, I mean, they have based the women's existence uh, the only reason really to live. It's not motherhood because you know what? You're no longer a mother. You're a, a person with the capacity of carrying a child. But the other thing is this, this shrine surrounding the Institute of Abortion. And, and you knew that things were going to hit the fan because 49 years of brainwashing women that the biggest thing they can do in their life is to abort their baby. That's finally hitting the fan, and we're seeing the insanity. Go right ahead. Well, the thing um, that is, again, it's, uh, I think it's, it goes back to delusion. Yeah. Well, yeah, is, yeah. is that uh, they're not competent enough to lie. <laughs> All right, Sean. Thanks for the call. This is what happens when you go through college and, you know, you have a lot of uh, woke BS taught in uh, in classes, you know, and you're indoctrinated in classes like so many have been. And now we're seeing the fruits of that with the idiot who was on Capitol Hill yesterday uh, talking about uh, people with the capacity for pregnancy. Uh, and by the way, AOE, AOC thinks she's brilliant. Well, you know, if AOC says you're brilliant, chances are you're a freaking moron. Here is uh, some of the uh, testimony yesterday on Capitol Hill. Oddly enough, it's weird. Suddenly out of nowhere, yesterday morning, the story of a 10-year-old being raped and having to leave a state three days after the supposed heartbeat bill or something in uh, in Ohio to Indiana. It just came up yesterday. It's kind of like what happened with uh, Cass- Cassidy Hutchinson. Out of nowhere, during the July 6th hearings, Cassidy, Cassidy Hutchinson just shows up out of nowhere with an amazing story that was completely shredded by people who know the truth. And as Sean said, they're not even incompetent enough. Uh, they're not even competent enough to lie. Uh, I don't have time to get through the audio. I'm going to have to wait on it, but I got it. That will be up next. All right. I want you to hear from Rashida Tlaib because she is convinced that the only people who have any credibility whatsoever, the only way you can get your badge as a woman is if you have an abortion or are completely cool with abortion. If you are anti-abortion, there is no table setting for you at the Democrat feast, which includes dead babies. Do you like dead babies? Because they love their dead babies. Anyway, 800-922-6680 is the number. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, so we got a lot of stuff coming up on the show, including next hour, Dan Cox, gubernatorial candidate from Maryland. He's like the uh, the Maryland equivalent of Doug Mastriano, who's running for governor in the state of Pennsylvania. If uh, Maryland and Pennsylvania both went for these governors, these Republican governors, it would be a bellwether shift for both states. It really, really would for election integrity, for, uh, I don't know, uh, freedom among other things, uh, and it would take the uh, rest out of control, the uh, rest power from the control of insanity there. So we'll talk to Dan Cox next hour. We'll also hear the, uh, uh, the story of the abortion storyteller who appeared yesterday on Capitol Hill the same day that a story that was a month old came out of the state of Ohio about a 10-year-old being raped. Biden's economy, oh my goodness, it's much worse than you could ever imagine. I'll share all of that in your phone calls, 800 922 6680 The Rob Carson Show, our number dose, Jill Biden, coming up.